Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Streetwise Theology Out of the Ivory Tower and Back into the Hands of the Invisible Church Theology. My name is Luke Saint. Today we're going to be talking about something that's been happening over the last couple of months in the Reconstructionist movement and particularly the uh, Abolish Human Abortion movements, the division that is happening that the whole world is uh, able to view, though thankfully the whole world is not viewing it, um, but that many people are lamenting, many people are talking about it, uh, you know, sides are being taken, it's a huge kerfluffle, and... Um, I wanted to address something that I believe uh, not many people are talking about, and that is, uh, it's really uh, an address to the younger people, the people who have never been through something like this before. This is their first split that they've ever seen, um, and they really don't know what to do about it. They're new to the movement or new to Reconstructionism or, heck, new to Facebook, and they've never seen anything like this. And the question that we should be, I, I believe, if we're going to be wise about this, is not which side do I take, uh, rather, what can I learn from this? Because, uh, you know, you talk to some of the older guys, and they'll tell you about splits that happened 10, 15 years ago, where the same thing, uh, people's, uh, same thing happened, people's names were dragged through the mud, um, you know, major splits happened, um, you know, this isn't the first, my point is, the, this is the first one that's ever happened. There will be many more like this. I believe there's an opportunity to learn from this. Uh, not to, I mean, it, it, I guess it's okay to lament, lament for a while, but the takeaway from this is that we've got to learn. We've got to learn from what we're seeing here. Uh, you know, the the attacks, the name calling, the gossip, the slander, the whole nine yards, the mocking, the scoffing, that. I mean, that is what we've, we've got to learn from this. We've got to learn and apply it because we're. This isn't the only movement or Facebook page or you know social gathering that we're ever going to be a part of. This is going to happen again. We need to realize that this is not going to be the only time that we see this in our lives. This is going to happen again, and it might even happen with people who are closer to you than the people involved uh, that you're involved with right now. This will not be the last time that this happens. And for for the young people, uh, we, we can't be naive moving forward. Uh, from this and think that, well, that's over. We'll never see that again. No, it's going to happen again. And it could be worse. You know, there might be a blessing in all this. I mean, what what if AHA was, uh, you know, a lot bigger, bigger with a lot more people? You know, uh, uh, the higher the tower, the bigger the, you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall, right? And, you know, maybe the fact that it was so small, the, you know, the Lord waited till we got the Dan Fisher campaign, uh, you know, all the way through. And then, you know, the floodgates open. Uh, you know, maybe there is a silver lining in all of this that it, it wasn't bigger, that there weren't more people involved. Uh, but I want to bring to your attention some proverbs that I, I believe um, should be considered in, in light of all this. Um, some, some scripture that I think we need to uh, dwell on and I think that is very applicable to what's happening here. Uh, you're going to see a lot of these quoted on a lot of the Facebook threads as threads as, as friends who were very close just last year start to call each other names and, it, you know, I won't go into it. Here's one from Proverbs 18.17. The one who states his case first seems right until the other comes and examines him. We're seeing this all the time, aren't we? Um, 
with friends posting stuff with accusations and then the the accused gets on there and gives light to the the other side and you know a lot of the younger people are ready to take up arms because they're pre they're pre angry uh, about this they're they're ready to, to throw other people under the bus um, you know back a couple a uh, couple years ago when Al Gore's stupid documentary came out uh, inconvenient truth. I remember uh, coming, don't we all remember dealing with the people who watched that stupid documentary, you know, they came off that documentary and all of a sudden they were experts in climate change. When simple science and and simple research on the other side of the story uh, would reveal that that documentary was completely bogus and it was was young and immature people who were latching onto that and tossing everyone else under the bus who did not agree with them. Um, You know, uh, you know, knowledge is power. Uh, but the wrong n- knowledge it can turn into abuse really quickly if we think it's just pure power. If we try to use it as and wield it as power, it can turn into abuse, and, that, and that's what's been that's what has been happening over these last couple of months. People get one side of the story, and all of a sudden they're ready to you know to burn the town to the ground, uh, and, and they haven't heard the whole thing. Um, this goes uh, very well uh, with the next proverb. Uh, which is Proverbs fourteen fifteen, the simple believe everything, but the prudent gives thought to his steps. Um, it, it should be a, a major warning sign uh, when when you find your fingers rushing to the keyboard uh, to just just calm down. You know, be quick to be quick to listen and slow to speak. That's you know also another proverb that needs to be talked about. A lot of the younger people. Um, are, are being are being the opposite. They're being quick to speak and slow to listen during this, uh, during this debacle. Frankly, um, but the simple believe everything, but the prudent give thought gives thoughts to his steps. Um, you know, we, we need to hear the whole story uh, before we get on there and start tossing people under the bus. We need to we need to observe, and frankly, you need to build a case. Before you get on there and start, you know, throwing other people under the bus, you need to spend a couple months watching. Uh, it doesn't make you right, but there is wisdom in listening. We gotta listen. I'm not saying that we need to listen to every single argument, but there's politics here that a lot of us are just not used to, and frankly, uh, a lot of us would be horrified and mortified if we really figured out why people were doing the way that they're doing, and a lot of it is because of politics. Um. We need to figure. We need to be observing the politics behind why people are saying what they're saying. We need to give thought to not only uh, what's being said, but who is saying it. And not saying you need to draw a conclusion right away. I'm saying the opposite. Hold your conclusions until uh, you know you've given it like a couple months. Really think about what you're watching here, because there have been a couple, many times where I've seen something where I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to blow this guy out of the water." And then I just wait and sit back, and then you know, a couple weeks later, I see another side of the story. I was like, "Wow, I was I was about to throw that guy under the bus, or that girl, or what have you." You know, the the devil loves using truth in quote unquote both sides of the argument, um, and and that could be very danger uh, damaging uh, when you're exposed to the truth of the other side. Um, but that side is still is still wrong in, in the way they're going about it. So we need to be uh, we need to give thought to our steps as we approach these arguments now and in the future. People are rushing to their keyboards, you know, to give their opinion, to to say 
uh, just to say something wise or what have you. We need to stay away from that. And, and frankly, watch while the big kids, you know, let mommy and daddy fight it out and watch and learn. Because there is a lot of wisdom in what people are saying on there, especially people who have been through this kind of stuff before. We need to find those people and watch what they say because they, they are giving a lot of wisdom. We, we need to sit back and recognize it. This is from Deuteronomy 17. If there is found among you with any of your towns that the Lord your God is giving you, a man or woman who does what is evil in the sight of the Lord your God in transgressing his covenant and has gone and served other gods and worshipped them or the sun or the moon or any of the hosts of heaven which I have forbidden and has told you and you hear of it, then you shall inquire diligently and if it is true and certain, uh, certain that such an abomin has, abomination has been done in Israel, then you shall bring out to your gates that man or woman who has done this evil thing. You shall stone that man or woman to death with stones. Now, the, the phrase I'm looking for in there is inquire diligently when, when, when coming to a case like this. Because, you know, there's a lot of consequences for a wrong judgment uh, in this scenario, in this setting. The phrase inquire diligently must be followed to a T by us. We got to do it. Uh, I think a lot of things like this could have been avoided um, if if people had inquired diligently into uh, the accusations, the cases, the claims that are being made on Facebook. That requires patience. That requires a shut mouth and two ears open. When we come to things like this and these splits, we need to inquire diligently to both sides. There could be four sides. Um, uh, I was talking with my dad a while ago and he was telling me about a book, uh, that he had read about the, uh, Tutsi and the Hutu, ma uh, the massacre of the Tutsis by the Hutus back, uh, in Rwanda back, I think it was in the early nineties. And, uh, you know, the, the Hutus came down and slaughtered, uh, the Tutsis with pretty much with machetes after uh, from what I understand, the uh, the United Nations came and disarmed everybody, quote unquote, and then let the Hutus uh, arm themselves with machetes. On the radio station during that time was an argument being done by the Hutus, I believe, about what should be done. What should be done about um, what should be done about the Tutsis? One side was saying we need to kill them, and the other side was saying, oh no, we just need to imprison them. Oh, we just need to we need to punish them. We don't need to kill them. We just need to you know treat them badly or or, or you know do something about. We don't, just as long as we don't kill them. And people were saying, well, you're hearing both sides of the argument. That's not both sides of the argument. Are you kidding me? How about the, you know this side of the argument? Leave them alone because they didn't do anything wrong. How about you just love your neighbor as yourself? What about that side of the argument? You know, so so we need to be inquiring diligently into these discussions. And having conversations with older and wiser people about what's going on and stop acting so rashly uh, and getting running to our keyboards for uh, to give our opinion, which frankly, uh, half the time for people who are basically under 40 years old, um, is inexperienced and naive half the time, although there have been many wise observations made by young people. Uh, but most most of the time, from what I've seen, it's people who are just jumping the gun and and, and kicking down the door with both guns ablazing. I, I think we need to be more diligent in our inquiry inquiries inquiries when it comes to this kind of thing.
Here's one that's being ignored a lot, I believe. Uh, Leviticus 19. You shall stand up before the gray head and honor the face of an old man, and you shall fear your God, I am the Lord. This is not being done on Facebook. This is absolutely not done. being done. No, considers being, no consideration is being made for the elderly uh, in, in this discussion. It's a lot of young people, a lot of young punks who are, are tossing, uh, throwing uh, the elderly under the bus, um, and, and no consideration is made for that proverb at all. None. Uh, you know, we need to be respecting our elders and being quick to listen and slow to speak. Um, uh, I'm not saying the elders are always right, uh, but they, for some reason, the Lord thought it was uh, important to communicate to people that the people with gray head need to be uh, gray hair need to be respected. Uh, meaning the older people who are involved in this discussion, I see a lot of young people being very rude and disrespectful to older people, which is which is not honoring to the Lord. You shall stand up before the gray head and honor the face of an old man, and you shall fear your God. These are apparently these are almost synonymous to the Lord, and you shall fear your God, the, uh, the Lord your God. He says right after that, there are people who have much wisdom and much knowledge to offer in these kinds of things, and we need to be looking to them as part of understanding what's going on because they have been through it before. Many of them have been through it before. Sure, many of them are fools. Absolutely, yes. Many of them are fools. They're idiots, and they don't know what they're talking about. But we can't treat them like that. We still need to be respectful to these people and stop being so disrespectful to them. It's setting a bad example for other young people and setting a bad example for the children, Pete's sakes. Goodness knows they're watching this. Finally, this one is not being... Um, this one is uh, not being followed at all. No, I haven't even seen this one quoted at all. Um, Luke chapter uh, Luke chapter six, verse uh, twenty-seven to twenty-eight. But I say to the uh, I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. There was a lot of cursing going on. Uh, in, in both sides. And I've seen, actually seen arguments, if I remember correctly, where people were saying, well, if they started, if they started the name calling, then I can do it too. You know, they started it. And that that leaves it open for me to do it too. Um, how are we following this verse? Bless those who curse you. I have not seen hardly anybody do that. Uh, I've seen some people do it. Uh, but Many people are just not doing it. They're saying, well, you, you curse my name, now I'm going to curse yours. You know, And they're taking it further and further until people are calling each other crazy things like rape apologists. I can't believe people are actually calling each other that. People who are working together just last year, you know, digging in the trenches together against the pagans are calling each other rape apologists now. What happened to this verse? Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. That that is just that that verse is so far gone, man. We left that verse in the dust months ago. We as young people need to be watching what's going on. We need to be learning from this. We need to be gathering wisdom because it's going to come our way in our day when we're these people's age, and it you know we have our own movements or groups that we're a part of that are doing the work of the Lord. It, you, you think that these divisions are any more important than the divisions that came before 
Gary North and Rush Stooney split over the tithe for crying out loud. Um, you think the people who were causing division in Paul's church, you didn't think that they thought that it was important to split and, and divide and cause a schism? You think all the churches that div- divided over baptism, uh, you know, the, the myriad of churches that have split over uh, Arminianism and Calvinism, you don't think that their stuff was just as important as what we're talking about here? People are talking about necessary division. Which, yeah, it is true. So some, some division is necessary. You need to get rid of some people. That's absolutely true. But the, for the young people, we need to be watching and learning because so there will come a day when we're going to be, uh, this, we're going to see this again. It's going to happen again. It might even be worse, you know, the way this nation is going. We need to be watching and learning and applying what we're learning to, uh, uh, to our movements and our groups when we come back to them or, you know, when we start them or when we join them, it's going to happen in, in those groups again. And we need to be watching and learning from what's going on here and apply it so that when we're older, we'll be that much wiser. We'll be able to spot the hypocrites and the bogus people. We'll be able to spot the, the divisive talk and stop it before it gets to a point where it's at right now. I think this took a lot of people. I mean, you, you read that letter uh, written by um, Josh and Aaron and, and Russell, and people were like, I had no idea this was going on. I had, I had no idea. And, you know, you know uh, some people didn't even know because they weren't on Facebook, but some people were completely blindsided, even with, uh, with all the knowledge of what's been going on. We can't let this happen again. You know, it probably will, but we got to be older and wiser and try and nip it in the bud before it gets to a place where we bring the whole freaking thing down. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you, my friends. Be strong and courageous. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Streetwise Theology, brought to you by the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society and Reconstructionist Radio. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com and thinkandreform.org. Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom.